0: Ben News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. At this time, uh, typically on a Tuesday, but because of President's Day, the meeting was pushed back to yesterday. So this morning we have Sam Abel, the city manager for the city of Gulf Breeze, to tell us what happened in the council meeting. Hey, Sam, welcome back to the show.
1: Hey, good morning, Andrew.
0: Good morning. So um, first question, uh, Brittany Simpson, her first meeting, is that right? Is she yeah. uh, you know, working out okay? Yes. Everything's good?
1: Very exciting. Yes, it was her first meeting last night, and uh, and you know everything went well, and she was still smiling at the end of the meeting. So we're we're taking that as positivity moving forward.
0: E- even after she had to vote to spend a million dollars of the sort of settlement fine money related to the sewer interconnect and all of that stuff, <laughs> which is not at well, all her fault, I- right?
1: Right, exactly. We did meet before the meeting and she had done her homework with highlighters and things underlined. So she did have some questions, I will confess, Andrew, but she went in and was well informed on her vote.
0: I like that. Highlight or underline notes and questions. That's the sign of a good mind. I like to see people like that in government. Um, You guys had kind of an interesting one here that I don't think I fully understand. The um, pedestrian bypass related to the senior loop pathway at Shoreline Park North um what is this
1: yeah so let's go back in time a little bit because i had to research this in the news so in 2012 there were four pedestrian or bicycle accidents within just a couple months between midway and Gulf breeze okay lane lynchard who was a county commissioner at the time took Uh up the issue with the city of Gulf breeze and said we need to work on more uh shared use pathways for safety And so the county and city jointly approached FDOT to have the shared use pathway that goes through Naval Live Oaks along Highway 98 to make improvements there. Uh, And then also within the city, we have what's called a shoreline loop. It's over four miles, and it loops around all of our ball fields and the community center, the disc golf to Sunset Drive, all on Shoreline Park North and then through Shoreline Park South. So, Andrew, I know that you frequent our parks. That concrete trail that goes through Shoreline Park South, all of that is part of the the 2012 initiative for Shoreline Park Loop so that our residents and visitors can safely get around the park system. The north side of it is called the Senior Loop. There is senior fitness equipment. Uh, It's it's for, you know, a slower pace, and uh, it is extremely popular with our seniors okay well for the so since 2012 you have to go all the way around the park if you're a senior in order to stay on the shared use pathway and most of our seniors you know you don't want to go all the way around over two miles and so they will take community center drive which is just the interior drive by the community center that has vehicles backing out into the roadway on both sides okay so it runs along our ball fields, our disc golf, volleyball, community center. And so imagine at night, Andrew, you've got, um, you know, your youth, your ball players and their families running out into the road at the same time that you've got all these other sports and athletics, your seniors from the community center programs, and it's, it's dangerous. And so the idea here is to uh, apply for a Greenways Trail grant. The uh, deadline to apply is the end of this month. And it would be for an eight foot wide pathway that will go underneath our tree canopy. So there was a, a video showed last night that shows what that would look like. No trees will be removed. And the support was unanimous. Um, What was really cool is my predecessor, um, City Manager Buzz Eddy, who's retired now. He was there last night with our mayor, um, Beverly Zimmern. This was her project at the time, her passion. Oh, wow. And so they both talked in support of it uh, last night. And all comments were very, um, very positive. And so the next step will be we've got a special meeting of our advisory park board. They're actually going to select the uh, the new fitness equipment that'll be part of this grant, and that meeting will be next Wednesday at four o'clock.
0: Okay, so this is a uh, kind of a shortcut loop you're adding, basically, where to create pedestrian safety. Uh, Because people are already using the road surface, but that's obviously not as safe as having them on a separate facility. Okay, that makes perfect sense to me. Last thing, um, body cameras, a fair chunk of change being spent on body cameras, I assume for the police department, but you already have body cameras in the police department, right?
1: We do. And so this is put forward by our police chief out of our assets and forfeiture fund, okay. not out of our general fund. Our police officers were among the first uh, in the panhandle to have body cams. And we love our body cams. And uh, they're getting older. They're about 10 years old. And so this would replace all of them at once. But um, Captain Neff is the one to present this item. And again, those body cams, they are so important because when there's you know, more than two sides to every story nowadays, the evidence speaks for itself and it saves taxpayers money. And that is what was emphasized last night or last night. It saves time. It saves money. And, And I think that's evidenced by the fact that it is our chief who is, um, who is using assets and forfeiture money, not right. taxpayer dollars in order to make sure those are all updated.
0: Very good. Yeah. And I mean, I remember when Pensacola was going through its second round of cameras because the first round was not sturdy enough and you know, they get dinged and banged. And if you're in a fight, you know, they get damaged and all that kind of That's stuff. Right. And I think if I remember correctly, they might even be on their third generation of cameras now because of some of the issues, but yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I just wanted to check a kind of a good thing to spend money on, especially when it's some uh, drug dealers money. I, I don't mind spending on that at all. Uh, Sam Abel, she (laughs) is the uh, city manager for the city of Gulf Breeze, always joins us the day after we have a meeting. Sam, as always, thanks for the time and the information. We'll talk to you again soon.
1: All right. Thanks, you. All right. Bye-bye.
0: 816 News Radio 92. Three Jake's got traffic for us. Jake.
2: All right. Looking at the maps here. I'm not seeing any major accidents reported by FHP. We do have some slowdowns to talk about this morning. Gate traffic at NES Whiting Field and NES Pensacola backed up. Uh, The last I checked with NES Pensacola gate, uh, it was backed up past Gulf Beach Highway. Highway 29 southbound getting by Nine Mile Road, starting to see our normal morning congestion as well as our normal congestion. Highway 98 eastbound leaving Navarre getting into the Winhaven Beach area that's going to stretch from the New Publix all the way up to the McDonald's at Parrish Boulevard. And if you're headed westbound on Highway 98 this morning, getting into Gulf Breeze, it's going to be very, very slow getting through there. We have some lane closures in both directions from utility crews there doing work and as well as the uh, Gulf Breeze High School School Zone slowing things down. Uh, you will uh, see some lane closures, like I said, in that area. And if you're headed south, hoping to merge onto I-10 eastbound from Pine Forest, very congested and slow in that area as well. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I am Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives.
0: Hey, if you're thinking about selling your home or buying a home, maybe it's for the very first time, maybe it's a second, third, uh, maybe you're trying to buy a second or a third home, like to add to your collection for rentals or investment properties, whatever the case may be, Christina Lovenworth, she is a great resource. And maybe you're dealing with difficult circumstances. You know, maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're going through a, a passing and you're having to deal with the Estate sale or something like that. Hey, they deal with that stuff, you know, often enough. And in fact, went through some specialized training to be able to handle that stuff properly, which is kind of her attitude to everything is, you know, I'm going to try to do something and I'm going to try to do it as best we possibly can and get all the best information so that we can give our clients the very best customer service that is available. They sold 175 homes last year and she loves to meet new people who just have questions so she can teach them about real estate. 723 9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Realty.
3: Is your home your dream home? Or does it at least have the potential to be your dream home? Maybe you need to make a change. Maybe you just need new appliances. If that's the case, you need to check out Tops Appliance in Milton. Locally owned and operated, Top's Appliance has just what you need to turn your home into your dream home. Top of the line freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, stoves, plus washer and dryer combos. Top's Appliance carries the name brands that you know and trust, including GE, Hotpoint, Speed Queen, and so much more. And they have a full installation and service department, something the big box stores just don't offer. They also. Keep most items in stock so you can take it home today. Turn your ordinary home into your dream home with an appliance upgrade from Top's Appliance. Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street.
4: I've been collecting watches since around 2018. Uh, made my first big purchase thinking that was going to be my only watch. When you're looking at watches and you're doing them online or if you're in the secondary market, it can be scary because there's a lot of fakes and I really do focus in on coming in to uh, an authorized dealer like Berets for any of the Omega or Brightly purchases. They will let you try it on, take pictures, go home, think about it and just really set
1: your mind at ease. Come visit us at Beret Jewelers.
6: Join the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 10.30 as Bess Marks from Lazy Boy Gulf Coast joins the show and talks about Lazy Boy's upcoming events at all three Gulf Coast locations, Pensacola, Spanish Fort, and Mobile. How to incorporate Lazy Boy's free in-home design service with recliners, sofas, accessories, and artwork to make your home look just like a picture out of a magazine. Text or call in your questions from the Pensacola Expert Panel at 850-437-1620, weekdays from 9 to 11 on News Radio 92.3.
5: Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local, sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joan Austin. On News Radio 923. To what? What? Did you say Utes? Yeah, two
6: Utes. What is a ute?
1: Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. To
5: Ute's.
7: we get into the carbon reduction plan. This will be uh, for the Florida, Alabama region. It will involve some joint coordination and goal setting with our neighboring TPO, the Okaloosa-Walton TPO. So this one will establish greenhouse gas performance measures as required by the U.S. Department of Transportation.
0: Yes, I've allowed myself to get sucked into another layer of government meetings, the Transportation Planning Organization meeting, although there's really interesting stuff that goes on at that meeting. If they would ever spend the time to explain the stuff they're voting on. Sometimes they do. A lot of times they do not. Uh, and it's kind of one of those meetings like you kind of got to be there live for it. Kind of like the um, the hearing with uh, the lawsuit against the PNJ by Jeff Bragosh uh, from last week. Like you had to watch it. And, uh, you know, I was one of the few people that's actually watching it. Otherwise, it's not available. Anyway, um this is Jill. Uh, I believe it was her first name. I did not catch her last name, but she was presenting the, the whole idea of a greenhouse gas performance metric for the TPO to try to secure some federal money that might be related to having goals and metrics related to greenhouse gas emissions and basically traffic jams because that's what produces that.
7: The plan will also be identifying projects to be implement, implemented with carbon reduction funds. So that's the cool thing about this plan is that if we have this, we can now use these funds uh, specifically for carbon reduction to implement these type of projects. Um, And this is all for a reduction in vehicle emissions.
0: Now, before you get your, you know, dander, ruffled, hackles, feathered, I don't know what the right metaphor, even which words we should use here. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Uh, Maybe I don't. Anyway, um, before you get too worried about well this is all about greeny-weeny stuff this is all about you know carbon dioxide yes but if you can use federal money that's targeted towards reducing emissions as a way of reducing traffic congestion and jams that produce emissions but also produce you know irritation then maybe it's an okay thing
7: so one of the main types of eligible projects is ATMS and ITS type of projects because they improve that flow of traffic and hence it reduces vehicles idling and their emissions.
0: That's the advanced traffic management system that we are building the whole facility for here in Escambia County and intelligent traffic management systems that automate that stuff. At least I believe that's what the ITMS one is. Uh, but, you know, my my ears heard it too. Carbon emissions. Don't you know this is Escambia in Santa Rosa and Baldwin County? What are you talking about? Well... James Calkins, um, never one to miss an opportunity to um, conservative virtue signal, even though I agree with his concern,
8: says. Uh, I appreciate all the work that you all have uh, done with all of this. Uh, I'm in agreement with with most of those. Uh, my concerns is the carbon reduction plan. And uh, just, you know, from my own constituents, from our own county, uh, a lot. there's a lot of disagreement. There is. Like I said at the last TPO thing. We exhale carbon dioxide, and <clears throat> we what now? And uh, for us to put government resources and all that, it, th- this whole global warming thing is a massive burden on our industries, and I believe it's a waste, uh, waste of time. And uh, I think that our resources and time can be used for better things. So
0: again. I agree with him on that slice of it. What I think he misunderstood is that this is federal money available only through this particular lens or pot, and it will produce the effect of less traffic congestion, which the green goal is to reduce emissions, but the rest of us' goal is just to reduce traffic congestion, and so... It might be sort of mismotivated, but it's actually helpfully targeted, and I think that's what all the other people on the TPO understood.
8: Now, to go to, you know, to make sure we don't have car accidents and those kind of things, to get our people zero deaths, you know, that, that is absolutely wonderful. Uh, but on voting on this, I'm okay with everything. I just don't want my name on the carbon reduction plan. That's all I would ask.
0: And then so they kind of separated that one out and he voted against it on that and the other ones they all voted for unanimously. So, again, I I'm actually glad he spoke up because I would have said the same thing and I would have asked the question. I think in the end it's okay to vote for it because it will benefit even everybody. You do worry about strings coming attached with it, uh, but it will benefit if it does manage to reduce congestion and that produces less emissions. Well, I mean, even so. Like, I don't mind reducing emissions. That's a good thing in general either. I don't care about the carbon dioxide, but I do care about the other things that come out of the car tailpipes. Um, and if it, you know, gets traffic flowing more smoothly, well, that's also a benefit. Um, so regardless of the motive, if the money is available to accomplish the thing that everybody benefits from, even if they don't agree with where the money is motivated for, you know, it's okay. It's okay. 826 on News ninety two three. Jake's got traffic on the 5. Speaking of congestion and reductions, Jake.
2: Hey, all right. We uh, are seeing some slowdowns this morning to tell you about. We do have an accident that just popped up. Um, This uh, traffic report brought to you by Knox Pest Control. If you uh, are on Gulf Beach Highway at South Fairfield Drive, we have a hit-and-run crash reported there with roadblock. Uh, Also, if you're headed south, hoping to merge onto I-10, eastbound from Pine Forest, very congested and slow this morning. Highway 98 eastbound leaving Navarre, seeing our normal morning slowdown from the New Publix uh, all the way up to the McDonald's, the Parrish Boulevard. And Highway 98 westbound, getting through Tiger Point and into Gulf Breeze proper extremely. This morning we've got a lane closure, getting by the – Uh, Chick-fil-A there as well as the Gulf Breeze High School School Zone slowing things down in both directions and then we've got utility crews with the lane closures it's just going to be a mess getting through Gulf Breeze proper west and probably eastbound this morning and we have gate traffic at NAS Whiting Field and NAS Pensacola the last I checked on the NAS Pensacola front gate it was backed up uh, to Gulf Beach Highway but that might have uh, eased by now and Highway 29 South uh, getting by Nine Mile Road seeing our normal morning slowdown there as well if you do see anything out there slowing you down call us text us 437-1620 Knox pest control their family sor- serving your family since 1929 for information on a free pest or termite quote visit knoxpest.com Knox knocks them out i am jake walker with your traffic on the fives
0: you're never not gonna say gate traffic again I, are you hey
2: you know <laughs> fool me once uh how, how does that go
0: yeah right yeah. all right uh david wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines david
9: well, prosecutors say the former FBI informant that's accused of lying about Hunter Biden is now admitting he got his information from the Russians. Alexander Smirnov told the FBI both President Biden and his son received bribes from Ukraine. Last week, Smirnov was charged with making false statements.
0: And, and by the way, those allegations, I understand it, is that those allegations are kind of at the root of a lot of the allegations against Biden. Right, yeah, they've been uh, featured a lot
9: during the impeachment investigations and that.
0: Yeah, so if you were upset about the way information was mismanaged leading up to the— the FISA court and all of that stuff related to Trump previously, you've got to be equally irritated at the way this has gone and just, you know, always play fair, always play by the rules and hold yourself accountable to the, the the methods and reasoning that you maybe don't like to, when the conclusion works against what you want to believe. Go ahead, David. Sorry.
9: Uh, No, that's all right. Two men have now been charged uh, with murder in that Kansas city Super Bowl parade shooting. Police identified uh, who fired the bullet that killed the one victim, Lisa Lopez Galvan, Uh, both men, are facing the same charges, and two teens also face charges related to the case. There's a new bill that would give individual states the ability to sue the federal government over the handling of the southern border. It's been filed by Texas Congressman Chip Roy.
3: We're the ones left holding the bag, in Texas in particular, but also New York, also Chicago.
9: And if this bill is passed, uh, it would give state attorneys general the legal standing to sue if uh, unenforced immigration laws... Cause financial harm to the states.
0: Uh, Chip's a smart guy, but this law will not hold up to legal scrutiny because the sovereign immunity of the federal government on these issues is—you're you know, not going to get past. He's smart enough to know that. I think this is probably all for show. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. If you've got a plumbing issue, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet, the pressure, the temperature—any of these things are not adequate—call Barberry Plumbing. They'll come out and take care of you. Flat rate pricing by the job, not by the time. 477-8782. Fox News.
8: I'm Chris Foster. 153,000 student loan borrowers are getting emails from President Biden about an accelerated forgiveness program. $1.2 billion in loans is being discharged. We're providing real, immediate breathing room from an unacceptable reality where student loan payments compete with basic needs like Putting food on the table. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona says those eligible have been making payments for at least a decade on student loans of $12,000 or less. Fox's Jared Halpern, former President Trump, compares his legal troubles to the treatment of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. He died in prison Friday. And it's a horrible
6: thing, but it's happening in our country, too. Uh, We are turning into a communist country in many ways, and if you look at it, I'm the leading candidate. I I never heard of being indicted.
8: Trump at a Fox News Town Hall in South Carolina. America's listening to Fox News.
9: Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is uh, mostly sunny and 50 degrees in Pensacola. Absolutely beautiful morning uh, there's been some new developments in the effort to make the city of Pensacola the new official home of the American Magic Sailing Club. We're
8: very, very excited uh, to uh, be in a position that we will be bringing to council this week a 10-year lease with American Magic uh, with a 10-year option uh, to uh, make the port their, their headquarters.
9: And Mayor D.C. Reeves there, uh, the 10-year lease would see the Magic paying $291,200 per year. The proposal would stipulate that the city would have that headquarters finished up by December of 2025. The Florida Senate expected to take up that social media ban for kids today. More from Joe Ford.
3: The ban would prohibit anybody under the age of 16 from creating an account and would require platforms to delete existing profiles run by minors. It was revamped by lawmakers last week to specify which platforms are being targeted. Governor Ron DeSantis has not publicly supported the legislation so far, saying it's to be determined whether he'll sign it assuming it passes both the House and Senate. Joe Ford, News Radio 923.
9: Well, Governor Ron DeSantis may have suspended that presidential campaign, but he's still traveling the country. He was in Indiana yesterday, also in South Carolina yesterday, supporting congressional term limits. The governor encouraging state legislatures to pass a resolution calling for term limits to be included in the U.S. Constitution. Of course, he says Florida's already certified a proposed amendment under Article 5 of the Constitution. Some big recognition for Pensacola's Ascension Sacred Heart Hospital, named one of the nation's best 50 cardiovascular hospitals by Fortune magazine. It's the seventh time the hospital's been named on that list. Uh, Ascension is Sacred Heart is the only uh, hospital in northwest Florida to make the list, and one of only five across the state of Florida. Marco Rubio asking President Biden to... Get off of TikTok. Senator Rubio announced yesterday that he and some others had sent a letter to Biden asking him to delete his TikTok account. Rubio says that Biden has publicly said that the social media app does pose a national security risk because of its ties to the Chinese government. Other Florida congressmen, Byron Donalds, Bill Posey, Carlos Jimenez, Aaron Bean, John Rutherford, and Michael Waltz, have also signed onto that letter. Well, we got a message for folks that are on the lam from law enforcement, from the Escambia County Sheriff. He says, don't come here. I'm
8: not sure why you think you're safe in Escambia County. Um, that never works out well for you. <laughs> I think we talked about that. Some yeah. of the people that flee and they, they end up in Pensacola
2: or Escambia County and, and they always go to jail.
9: Sheriff Chip Simmons there. And, of course, this all coming after deputies arrested a man that was on the run from Mississippi on a homicide charge earlier this week. 43-year-old James Tickner was taken into custody at a home in the Perdido area. He's now awaiting extradition back to Mississippi. It is 8:35 at News Radio 923. Jake has a look at our traffic on the fives.
2: And this traffic report brought to you by Mattress Firm. Uh, if you're on Gulf Beach Highway this morning, we have a hit and run crash with roadblock reported at South Fairfield Drive. So Gulf Beach Highway and South Fairfield Drive very slow this morning. If you're headed south, hoping to merge onto I 10 eastbound from Pine Forest, very congested and slow there on that on-ramp And uh, 98 westbound through Tiger Point, slow um, getting through there through that light at Avalon Garcon Point. And then in both directions, getting by Gulf Breeze High School with the school zone, there's actually a lane closure going on right by the Chick-fil-A there, headed uh, westbound. And then, of course, we have all the utility crews and the lane closures eastbound getting through Gulf Breeze proper today as well. So going to be very slow getting through there this morning. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437 16 Dive into hibernation mode with deeper sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. Shop now to save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and receive a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. I'm Jake Walker with your Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. You said deeper sleep and you're talking my language right now. I know, man. I'm in hibernation mode pretty much 24-7, I'm telling you.
9: It's 836. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 forecast.
1: A beautiful sunny day today with temperatures near 65 degrees for your high. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 47. Nice sunny weather for our Wednesday with a high near 68. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 56. Beautiful sunny skies for Thursday as well with temperatures warming into the 70s. 71 degrees for your high and 61 for your low. This is Burke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center.
9: 50 in Pensacola, 46 in Gulf Go- Breeze, and 44 in Milton. Your money now. The markets are down here at the opening bell today. The Dow is down one thirty-seven forty-nine at thirty-eight four twenty-six thirty-one. S and P five hundred down fourteen thirty-two at forty-nine sixty-one fifty-seven. The Nasdaq down seventy-five ninety-one at fifteen five fifty-four eighty-eight. Your ten-year bond rate today down. Uh, Just a bit at 4.26%. Gold prices are unchanged, still at 2,039.80. Silver prices, though, down just under a nickel at uh, 23.09. And if you're invested in Bitcoin, you're taking a hit this morning. It's down 1,080.37. Right now it's at 51.31.49. The Biden administration today announcing uh, over a billion dollars of student loan forgiveness. It's for borrowers in the uh, save program who've made at least 10 years of payments. And if you're eligible, you'd be receiving an email today. Uh, They say there could be about 153,000 people that are eligible for that. American Airlines is raising the fee for a checked bag by five bucks. The uh, first bag for domestic flights will now be $35 if you book the flight online, 40 if you pay for it at the airport. So this
3: definitely can impact not only just the average consumer wallet, but it really hits home for families that are traveling with multiple bags.
9: Katie Nastro is a travel spokesperson for Going.com and the airline blaming the cost of fuel. U.S. household debt now over $17 trillion, according to the Federal Reserve. And, uh, well, with that being said, credit card users may want to shop around to look for the best credit card rates.
3: Those retail credit cards from any particular retail location, those tend to be higher, upwards of 30%.
9: That's Ryan Stewart from uh, Iowa State University, and uh, he's a financial counselor. He says bank cards may offer lower interest rates. It's 838, our next news at 9 and breaking news anytime it happens. And I'm David Wayne for News Radio 923, informative, local, and dependable.
5: Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $5 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. It's the beginning of tax season, and scammers know the threat of an IRS audit gets people to pay. Know that the IRS will never initiate contact through email, and any email threatening an audit is just a scam. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com
3: for more information. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the activator method of adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So, whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this Friday on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
1: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
5: Hey, Pensacola, get ready for a midday delight that'll have you hooked. Weekdays from 11 until 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Tune in to the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins are their dynamic trio that'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud during your lunch break. They dish out the hottest topics, bring you the latest news, and deliver their unique blend of humor and insight that'll have you coming back for more. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show on News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620.
6: Goodbye.
0: All right, this is going to be one of your favorite frivolous topics ever. I just know it in advance. I don't hope I don't jinx myself by saying so, but I have a feeling, okay, here's why. Did you ever get required or were you ever forced to read a book in, say, high school that you hated? And it's the kind of book that probably everybody's had to read or many, many, many people have had to read. What book? 4, 3, 7, 16, 20 4, three seven sixteen twenty. What is the book you had to read? The worst book you were ever forced to read. Four three seven sixteen twenty. This is the uh, this is the segment that the uh, English teachers are like, no, don't call us out. And all of the people who suffered through English class are like, yes, finally, I get my nomination for the worst book ever that I was forced to read as a kid. 4371620. You know, the kind of books that are so bad that you had to read that they made you want to never read a book once you got out of high school, you know, that kind of book. Uh Jake, do you have one that uh, comes to mind for you?
2: Oh yes, Lord of the Flies. Really? Man, I mean, it's it's a good book. I'm not saying it's a bad book. It's, it's a fantastic just it's just it kind of just bummed me out and it was just so like sad and just <laughs> I just did not enjoy... It's a enjoy... dystopian
0: commentary on the human condition that's supposed to make you sad. I was 11. Oh, well, that's a little early. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to read about kids killing other kids on an island it, when they get stranded yeah, off of the ship exactly. because the wrong one's holding the conch shell and Piggy has to die when you're 11. That's six, Sixth grade is a little bit early for Lord of the Flies. Well, I would put Lord of the Flies at the ninth grade.
2: Right. Yeah, no, we had a very progressive uh, literature teacher in my elementary school, and she... Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, fair enough. I. I you know... I tried again. You know, I, I was yeah. I was looking at a list of the books that everybody that people hate and I'm like, what well, that's a good book. That's because you know, you gotta be willing to say that at least some of the classics are actually legitimate classics, right? And it's okay to then say, well, but these ones in particular. Uh I I'll give you the, the one that stands out the most for me. Oh. And I I had to read it more than once, which means I did, but not um great expectations. Mm. And and generally speaking, anything charles dickens wrote <laughs> just yeah. generally speaking except them up at christmas Carol.
2: Va- <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did nice. good on that one
2: <laughs> Charles,
0: you're killing me um okay four three seven sixteen twenty tell me the books that you read that you wish you never had to read oh silas marner Hmm. Hmm. Oh, Nathaniel Hawthorne. I think we're gonna get a lot of American, uh, mm-hmm. you know, early American classics in here. Uh, somebody says, you know, Nathaniel Hawthorne, Scar-thorne letter, uh, uh, Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne. I can see it. Yeah, but you know, you watched the movie, right? You probably watched the Demi Moore one anyway. Um, <laughs> you didn't? Maybe read the Cliff Notes. Uh, somebody else uh, seconds your William Golding, Lord of the Flies. Okay, um, Tale of Two Cities. Oh. Yeah. No, that's the best of books and really the worst of books. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's definitely true. Uh, Alive. What is that? I don't know this one. Alive? This is not one I'm familiar with. You'll have to text me a follow-up on this. Um, of Mice and Men and The Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah, again, the, the Fitzgerald is terrible. Um, of Mice and Men. Now, see, the advantage that Of Mice and Men has is it's short. Hmm. At least it's short. And, you know, when you're killing your mentally disabled friend for things he did I mean, you know, I don't mean to blow the ending for you, but um I don't I, I have a soft spot for short books. Cause at least they're over quickly. You know, that's like I saw Animal Farm was on somebody's I'm like Animal Farm? It's like ninety pages. What's wrong with you? Any book that's that's like a short story. How can you be upset about that? Uh four three seven sixteen twenty. <laughs> Oregon trail the video game was so much better. <laughs> okay, our, oh, and by the way, we just watched um how the West was won, which is like a three hour epic you know of all it, which is very much like the Oregon Trail uh, with Jimmy Stewart and Spencer Tracy, and this is a very interesting movie um uh four three seven <laughs> sixteen twenty uh I just took the f I couldn't do with forced reading, <laughs> understand that one um Pincher Martin. Okay, I don't know this book at all. I'm sorry, you're outside of my zone, but no worries. The Iliad and the Odyssey. Oh, yeah, no, you're reading your classic classics. The the challenge there is uh, they weren't written in, in good English. You say, well, they weren't written in English at all. I understand, but, you know, uh, sometimes the problem is the language. Uh, Shakespeare, I, I get it. I do. I get it. You spend the first act of the five acts just learning how to think a little bit in Shakespearean, and that's why you can't read Romeo and Juliet one act uh, and Juliet one act at a time. You got to read the whole thing at a sitting, and you probably have to read like the first act and then go back and start again, and then because your brain's kind of in it by that point. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you, I, and I loved the stories of the Iliad and the Odyssey. I was loved Greek mythology and everything attendant to all of that. But the actual poems themselves, yeah, it's not so much fun. Another vote for Silas Marner. Okay, when I brought it home in high school, my mother was shocked that teens were still being tortured by that somber hell life of this man. <laughs> uh, how about anybody read As I Lay Dying? Oh, I wish I were. Um, <laughs> Faulkner. <laughs> Faulkner is terrible. I can say that on the radio. Um, he's, a classic, he's a classic author. Um, <laughs> which leads to the expression, what the... And I won't finish it, but you can do it in your head with the author's name instead of the other thing. Um, which I wish I were cre- creative enough to have come up with that in high school. Uh, Wuthering Heights. Oh, no Bronte, please. No Bronte. Um, no Jane Austen. No Jane Austen. Um, no, uh, no Dickens. Uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain is good, easy... Re- Mark Twain is like the... Yeah, I mean, some people complain about Huck Finn but, you know, or, or Tom Sorry, but Mark Twain is easy to read. Read A Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's or You know, there's all kinds of the, print, the Prince and the Pauper. Great stuff that's really accessible reading. It's, I mean, that was written for the common man. That wasn't written to be highbrow, or Ren words or whatever, even though it did. Uh, oh, okay. But this is an interesting, this is really going to split the audience. Atlas Shrugged. So there are people who, for them, Atlas Shrugged is like their life. Like it's the tome that explains everything. And I get that other people are like, oh, that is a really long book. Now The Fountainhead, for example, another Anran would be a very, very long book. Um you should just read like the myth of Sisyphus. You know, get your get your toe wet <laughs> in the Ayn Rand world. You know, that's Oh no, wait, that's Camus, sorry. I don't know what I was thinking about. That's the one Oh, there's one that she re- wrote that was shorter, and now all of a sudden I can't remember it. Myth of Sisyphus, by the way, is fantastic, but it is Camus, so you know there's that going for it. Somebody here says, uh, and I'm a big fan of Atlas Shrugged, mostly because you won't understand what's going on in America today uh, if you <laughs> if you don't read Atlas Shrugged. Sorry, that's just true. Uh, the Algebra Book. No, that's funny, but did you really have to read it? Well, I had to read The Word Problems. Uh, I don't have any books I hated. Somebody says, I just love to read, however, in the eighth grade I had to read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy LOL, and I loved it, but my parents were furious. Oh, Why? That's a fun book. That's an easy-access book. Of Mice and Men is a good book, somebody says. 437-1620. Uh, uh, other books that I think draw a lot of ire. Anything written by Russians. That's, uh, that's your uh, Tolstoy. That's your Dostoevsky. Although, really, I mean, Crime and Punishment is a brilliant book, but I get it. It's, you know, a little bit difficult to approach, especially when you're in high school. I would vote Catcher in the Rye. Dumbest book ever. I don't care if all the assassins read it. It's the dumbest book ever. It really, really is. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the files. We'll come back to this in a second.
2: All right. if you're on Gulf Beach Highway this morning at South Fairfield Drive we have a hit and run crash with Roadblock and if you're um, on 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point heading into Gulf Breeze proper. It's going to be very, very slow today. Getting by Gulf Breeze High School. We have a lane closure by the Chick-fil-A there and of course all the utility crews and lane closures that we have normally there right now. Uh, It's going to be very slow getting through there. If you see anything else slowing you down out there you can always call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620 i am jake walker with your traffic on the fives
0: i I love i just every day i do this show somebody sends me a text god i love you guys you're the best somebody knew it was anthem by ann rand was exactly that was the short one that i was thinking about where if you're having trouble approaching uh as i recall though that's more of a a text, not a story. It's been a long time since I read that. but uh, And I'm not particularly an Ayn Rand fan. I mean, you know, she was a nut. I mean, genuinely a nut. But Alice Shrugged is a, is a masterpiece. 437, war and peace, somebody says. Oh, oh, yes. And I will say the thing out loud. Okay, I will say the thing out loud, which is that um, uh, Hemingway... You should never be forced to read Hemingway. Don't make kids. Make, get kids reading stuff that they're going to like. Jake, you were trying to signal me something. we got a caller. Oh, all right. Uh, somebody's on the line, 437 16 20. We do take phone calls, just not all the time. Uh, I mean, if you call, we'll put you on if you're interesting. Go ahead. What's uh, who's, who's this on the line? I
2: think it's, he's, did you say Jacques? Jacques
0: from Gulf free. Yes. Hey, Jacques. What's your book, sir? I hated reading all the Dickens.
6: Yeah, I hated reading all the Dickens in high school, but. Fast forward, the interesting thing is I read a lot now, and it wasn't for love of what they tried to teach me in high school. So sports, biography, history, I'm a a big reader now, but I kind of came to it later in life, which I think is kind of unique. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but it's how I put myself to bed every night is – is it, it, by reading, but I definitely came to it later in life. No thanks to high school or
0: Dickens. Yeah, yeah they, they they tried to um, uh, beat the Dickens out of you when it came to come to love and books. I don't know, I tried to make something work there and didn't really. Jack, did thank work. you for the call. Yeah, no, see, I think this is the problem. Um, and I know a lot of reading teachers know this, but somehow it's you know working against the curriculum. We, we just make kids hate reading. We make them read stuff that they don't understand, not that you shouldn't challenge kids, but that they don't understand, they can't relate to, and doesn't invigorate them with a love of reading. I was lucky. I was... Like allowed to read a lot of stuff that I wanted to read and raised to read stuff and learned to love reading and I'm a I love reading and I hated reading some of these classics Um, and I'm actually like Jock a little bit in that uh, the only class in college you'll laugh at this the only class in college I got to see in was Supreme Court like uh, constitutional law. And I love reading opinions now, <laughs> so I don't know what happened there exactly, but maybe a perverse thing turned me into the, the love of it. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. I thought there was one other one I was going to mention. Um, oh, I don't understand why people don't love vonnegut. Vonnegut's great stuff. Um, but yeah, all your, like your Steinbeck, uh, your Tolstoy, uh, your Jane Eyre. I mean, I get it. Um, I, I do. And I sympathize with you. I I definitely sympathize with you. And if somebody makes you read Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, just watch Apocalypse Now. It's a much better movie. It's not the same, but it is the same. Hey, if you're thinking about buying a car, Frontier Motors is a great place to buy good quality used cars that are one, two, maybe three years old. Okay. Low miles, great condition. The kind of car that you buy and drive for a long time and then... You wait 10 or 15 years, you buy another one that's got low miles and great condition for Frontier Motors. That's why Dave Ramsey recommends them. That's why I recommend them. Great selection, great customer service. Just kind of all around a fantastic place to buy good quality used cars. Serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi.
6: The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of the community and is always focusing on the importance of public health awareness and preparedness. For more information on resources to improve the health of your community, contact your local Escambia County Health Department online at escambiahealth.com or follow Escambia Health Department on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Healthy Escambia.
4: Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. Your road to adventure starts with the 2024 Subaru Outback and the 2024 Subaru Forester. Both come standard with symmetrical all-wheel drive for confidence along the way. The Subaru Outback, according to Kelly Blue Book, is one of the best family cars of 2023. And according to AutoTrader, and my good friend Max here, the Subaru Forester is one of the 2023 best cars for dog lovers. For information on all the awards and accolades from Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader on the Subaru brand, the Subaru Outback and the Subaru Forester, visit kellybluebookkbb.com and autotrader.com. Whether you're a Forester family or an Outback family, your road to adventure starts in a Subaru. Get yours during the Subaru A Lot to Love event. Anderson Subaru Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com.
7: Anderson's got a Subaru for you.
5: Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Auto Trader is a registered trademark and used with permission.
6: Join Micah Rockwell, the owner of the new Fleet Feet Pensacola, today at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. His guests will be Dr. Grace, a podiatrist, to talk about preventative care, insults, general foot care for diabetics, and arthritis. Other topics include Fleet Feet's shoe fitting process, Fit ID foot scanner, shoes for runners, walkers, comfort, pain relief, and more.
7: The Pensacola Expert Panel, on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions, 850-437-1620
5: it's news radio pensacola on 92.3 95.3 am 1620 the website the app or your smart device it's news on your terms yeah may i have permission to treat Ms. Vito as a hostile witness oh, you think i'm hostile now wait till you see me tonight
6: you two know each other
5: yeah she's my fiance
6: well that would certainly explain the hostility
2: Me back to high school. Andrew. I know, right?
0: Anybody who grew up listening to uh, contemporary Christian music is mm. like, oh, yeah. yeah. And anybody who didn't is like, the what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's how we felt watching the Super Bowl halftime show. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Five Iron Frenzy, a little bit there. Yeah, I wanted to be
2: Uh, in that band so bad. Did you? It was either them or Skillet. I wanted to be in that band. Yeah, that's the
0: one. All right. Or OC
2: Supertones or whatever. Oh, yeah, the Supertones. Jake has got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Man, nostalgia. All right. (laughs) Uh, This traffic report brought to you by Frontier Motors. Uh, Gulf Beach Highway and South Fairfield Drive, we had a hit and run crash earlier there with Roadblock. And uh, if you're on Highway 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point and Gulf Breeze proper this morning, going to be very, very slow with some lane closures and utility work and uh, Gulf Breeze High School School Zone as well. If you see anything out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. Frontier Motors, the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. I am Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so
0: much, Jake. Uh, One last uh, dip in from this uh, Mike Kohler town hall the other day. Right at the end, they were talking about the... We talked about this a little bit yesterday, but they were talking about the ad valorem tax, the homestead tax, the LOST, some of this stuff. And then somebody asked this question, and... As a news guy, it just kind of made me cringe a bunch, uh, but I'll explain why afterwards. This was the question.
1: you have a thing, quick comment, Jackie? I do. I want, when you talk about the property tax, it was a thing in the paper that said that they may do, the state may do away with property tax. What are they going to give us instead? I'm talking about the increase in
4: homestead exemption. Oh, I don't think there's going to be, we're not going to get rid of property tax. We couldn't, we couldn't function the government without it. So that's not going to happen. So I think you're thinking I may be wrong, but I think you're thinking about the increase in homestead exemption from no. twenty-five to fifty. No, it was
1: property tax. There's a bill right There's now. a bill in per- Has anyone heard
4: anything about this? Yeah. I have. Yes. So I don't know. Okay, I don't know anything about it. I better start getting up to speed on. It. I don't see how that can.
0: Okay. So and and then somebody kind of toward the end kind of came back and explained it. But yes, there actually is a bill to get rid of property taxes in the state of Florida. It got changed to a study where they're going to study the idea of getting rid of property taxes in the state of Florida, which, uh, can I tell you, I am 1,000% behind. I know there's no such thing as a 1,000%. I don't know how to engage in better hyperbole for you. Uh, no, 100%, totally support it. Property taxes is one of the least able to be justified philosophically. Like, why should you have to keep paying to own a thing? That doesn't make any sense at all. Why do you have to rent your property from the government every year? It's a crazy tax. It's a ridiculous, insane, unjustifiable tax. But it's the way we fund so much stuff. So what would be the replacement for that? Well, the study is could you have like a, um, a statewide larger sales tax? Can you make it up in consumption tax? I don't think they're likely to go with a value added tax like you'd have in Europe. That's where every stage of the process pays a little bit incremental more. Um, but I think they'll probably just go with an end point of sale, you know, kind of uh, uh, sales tax. I absolutely support this idea. And I hope the study comes back with a yes because it would be a giant win for just property rights in general. 858 on News Radio 92 3, time for. Future news: We tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, let's see. Uh, will the Alabama ruling about an embryo as a person will that hold up on appeal? Which I, will it be appealed? Will it hold up on appeal?
2: It'll be appealed, and uh, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe
0: it'll hold. I up. think it. I don't think it'll hold up. I, I think it'll be appealed. One. Um, mm. Will this Cervantes redesign be a big deal? Not a big deal. We're not going to get a border wall. The, the, the mayor was very clear about that. Uh, will it be a big deal?
2: It'll be a big deal.
0: I think it'll be interesting, and if they can come up with it's a prettier and a little bit more safe and traffic-friendly and bike and pedestrian-friendly, then, I mean,
9: let me see the Listen design. on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM
5: 1620.
8: 20. News Radio 92.3. WNRP, <laughs> Golf Freeze, Milton, Pensacola.